Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Loser Thompson. With me, as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know and afraid to debate, Mr. Nate Paul Thurston. You know, I'm not afraid to admit defeat. I just don't like saying it out loud. You didn't you didn't win yesterday's didn't. debate. No. And Amanda didn't lose. So that's the best way that we can cover it. Technically speaking, according to the terms, she won. Mm-hmm. Even though more of the people that listened agreed with your opinion. That's right. But she had the biggest shift. Before the vote, there were about 40% undecided. And she won most of those people. Almost all of them. 90% of them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she won. That's a ten percent of them. We got a lot to talk about today, including a vote on what the dumbest thing that we're about to talk about was mm-hmm. that everyone in the group is going to get to vote on because they went to goodmorningliberty.locals.com and paid mm-hmm. as little as five bucks a month to be able to vote. Listen, we got a private Discord. People are in here chatting all the time. Bunch of channels talking about news, COVID facts. Some actual COVID, COVID facts in there every once in a while, uh, from what I can tell. But although the CDC has not told us whether or not everything we're talking about is correct. So you can still talk about those things by going into our Discord. Once you join on Locals, click the link in the show notes. Do it. You're doing dumb bleep, uh, you're doing dumb bleep number one. To lead into this, you know Elon Musk got Time Magazine's Person of the Year. I didn't even know Time saw a magazine, but they do. I, yeah, I haven't seen one in a long time, mm-hmm. but... I guess they still have one. And I luckily screenshot one of these because then I couldn't find the tweet later on. Uh, But I did screenshot one of these things that someone said about him getting this. And uh, Charlie, why don't you do the honors here and let everyone know what the heck happened for Dumb Bleep number one. Well, first, though, I want to tell people to go subscribe on YouTube. All right. I just wanted to get that out of the way. They should. (laughs) Um, And the live group is saying that this podcast is nothing without you. And you know, I echo that sentiment. I, you know, because there's literally not an episode when I'm not here, so yeah. it's a uh, it's statistically accurate, mm-hmm. you know. And if I if I did it by myself, it wouldn't be the same without you. That I, is, I appreciate you. That is still a factual statement too. If you did it by yourself, it wouldn't be the same. Exactly. As when we're both here, I appreciate you, and I I I really enjoy the fact that you are always I, on. I appreciate whatever it is you do around here too. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Dumb bleep number one. You didn't number them this time. So I, I didn't. Get, I'm going to get lost. I know. So uh, from Newsprint Mafia on Twitter, reminder that time likes to choose mass murderers and Hitler and Stalin have been person of the year. Like all billionaires, this man is an existential threat to life on earth and his cars kill people. <laughs> now, 
I'll be honest with you. When I read this, I'm actually surprised that they chose to mention mass murderers as Hitler and Stalin. Mm -hmm. Usually Stalin's left off of that list because he's somehow still a hero to a lot of people on the left or the extreme left, let me say. Um, so I'm actually, I'll, I'll give some credit there that, you know, Stalin was mentioned with Hitler as being some of the worst people ever. It's very unbiased opinion there. Yes. He mentioned Hitler and Stalin. Yes. yes. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that, of course, this person sees all billionaires as an existential threat to life as a whole on Earth. We have to get, we gotta, we gotta extinguish them. And his cars, and his cars kill people. No other cars. No. Just his. His cars that he makes by hand, every single one of them, <laughs> kills no, people. No one else dies in car wrecks. It doesn't happen. Uh, before Teslas came out, there weren't any car accidents. That's uh, one thing that we know for sure. Uh, there have been, I think, a couple very highly publicized accidents where it was allegedly on uh, whatever the autopilot function is and the cars wrecked. Uh, but the drivers, I think, in those cases weren't paying attention like you're supposed to when you're doing that. Anyway... Um, yeah, people still die in cars. That's a thing that happens. So you can't really blame his cars for killing people. Billionaires being an existential threat. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know what he means. It's difficult to figure out what it is, that, what the threat is from Elon Musk that he's super worried about. Now, the Hitler and Stalin thing. It's interesting how we go back and forth on this because both the right and left do the same thing for every person of the year, every year. Typically, it's people on the right that have to do it. But say uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are picked last year. Well, huh, good job. Hitler and Stalin were also Times Person of the Year. Uh, Greta Thunberg, I believe, was on there year before or a couple of years ago. Well, Hitler and Stalin were on there too. And I think we, we talked about that as well. The point of talking about that is that Times Person of the Year is not this trophy that says, like, you're the best person in the world or anything. It says that you had the most influence on a large amount of people uh, over the course of that year. And I think Elon Musk fits that. But it's just interesting to see, uh, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were the winners last year. And I don't know if the person meant the exact same, you know, said the exact same thing when they got it or when Greta Thunberg got it or when anyone else on the left got it or anything like that. Now Elon Musk, whatever political direction he's in, well, Hitler and Stalin got time person of the year. That's obviously, a, that's just where they put mass murders, for well, sure, like, like so billionaires. Really more about mass we got to take a break and talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, something preventing you from achieving your goals? I've gone through this before. Charlie's gone through this before. He uses BetterHelp himself. I've gone and talked to counselors before. Sometimes maybe you're being a little bit too hard on yourself. Maybe there's a different perspective that you need to look out for. Taking care of your mental health is something that is very important. And it's also very possible. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You're going to connect in a safe and private online environment. So much more convenient than fighting traffic, going into the office somewhere. You just get on the app and talk to someone. You can start talking to them in under 24 hours. This is not some self-help app. This is actual professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you're going to get a timely and thoughtful response. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to go to that freaking waiting room. BetterHelp 
is committed to giving you great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. If they match you up with someone and you don't like them, you can switch over to someone else. It's more affordable than actually going into the office because you're just doing it over an app. And this is available worldwide. You got expertise in so many different areas. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family, grief, self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. This is very convenient. It's professional. It's affordable because you're doing it through an app instead of going into the office. You can go to the website and check out the testimonials. And by the way, this is not a crisis line. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. There's a reason for that because a lot of people are using this app to get help. If you want to start living a happier life today as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com GML. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. That's betterhelp.com slash GML. Well, and like you said, it's about it's really more about mass influence or like the most interesting person of the year, right? They did all kinds of crazy things. And so, you know, take it for what you will. I really don't, I don't really care that much about time no. at all, but I think this is... Um, the magazine, not the... Uh, construct of time you yes. probably care about that a little mm-hmm. bit more yeah but sometimes 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 there's nothing you do about it no it just it can it continues to go from no. what do you do but uh i don't care about time magazine all that much but but the the fact that people believe billionaires are existential threat to life on earth when it's the billionaires who are innovating life beyond our wildest dreams and also, I, it, I'm always beside myself how someone can literally put this on Twitter and hit send. Mm-hmm. Like without billionaires, Twitter wouldn't exist. You wouldn't be able to get these thoughts out. And so I just don't, I don't understand the lack of gratitude. And so today I'm going to be full. I'm thankful for you. And I'm thankful for Twitter <laughs> and all the billionaires. Because since I missed White Pill Wednesday, I got to be thankful we for all my did. dumb bleeps. Yeah. So the next one also has to do with Elon Musk, by the way, but this is a different situation that occurred yesterday with Joy Reid out there on MSNBC. Just really awesome. So I don't know if you saw the exchange that occurred between Musk and Elizabeth Warren, but it was awesome. And she was talking about how basically he was freeloading. We need to stop allowing all the tax loopholes, people getting around paying taxes, stuff like that. And, uh, he went out there, he called her Senator Karen, uh, which was which was pretty funny. Said a lot of things about uh, how he's going to pay the most amount of money in taxes this year as any person has, more than any person has in history this year. All those tweets were so hilarious. He said, don't spend it all at one time. Oh, wait, you already did. <laughs> you know, just a lot of really good stuff. And so Joy, Joy Reid's very upset about this. She needs to come out and defend Senator Karen, Elizabeth Karen, out there. I like Warden Warren, but I think Elizabeth Karen's pretty good, too. So let's hear what she had to say on this subject. Elon wasn't happy, so he did what he always did and stomped his little feet and insulted Senator Warren, calling her an angry mom and referring to her as Senator Karen. So for so many reasons, being a freeloader and a selfish and disrespectful one, and for misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes, Elon Musk is the absolute worst. Meanwhile, Senator Warren has better things to do than fight. Hold on, we got to catch all that real quick. Okay, so he's a freeloader. He's selfish, 
all that stuff, and misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes. Mm. Like how she just kind of throws that in there. Oh, he, he's a he's an ass, you know, selfish sob, misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes. All that, Karen. Yeah. That's what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. I want to hear her say that again because it's too amazing to not. Being a freeloader and a selfish and disrespectful one and for misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes, Elon Musk is the absolute worst. It sounds like he a line from like Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> like you, there should be laughter after that. Yeah. Like it's like it's a joke. So they're so the, where do you start with this? Where do you start? Karen. We'll just start with Karen. That's fine. Black vernac so just so everyone knows, only you can only use Karen against someone if you're black. That's the only thing that you can do. All right. Now the 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 term Even uh, if your name is Karen. I, I looked it up or don't call yourself don't Karen. Call, don't even call your aunt Karen Karen. <laughs> because you're just misappropriating. Yeah. Um I don't remember anything where that's just specifically black vernacular. I don't know if you can claim a word. Uh, even if even if it was a black person that started saying it well you can claim a word and you like claim it like a, a race can a race claim the right to you sure use? as hell can Nate. okay okay they did it she did it okay so that's a that's a funny <laughs> one for misogynistic purposes also we called her karen and that's derogatory towards women powerful women that are out there doing this stuff women. so and then there's that so he's misappropriating a black vernacular against someone against an american indian <laughs> against someone who lied about being a different race <laughs> Do, does anyone see the issue here no at all seems perfectly clear to me <laughs> oh my god i've you know i've been learning how to connect these dots i know and now it all makes sense now they all you finally seen what they add up to eventually yes. and it's a big old thing saying wtf yeah is this that's what the dots all I added up to feel woke yeah you yeah. are woke you are awoken i'm i'm yes <laughs> i have awoke okay it's ridiculous also is he a freeloader i don't know if we can make that case either listen we'll have to do in-depth in-depth episodes about all of the uh tax resources that elon musk made use of while he was starting tesla and spacex Getting the absolute details on that is very difficult because they tend to call subsidies. Uh, it's a very general term. Sometimes they'll straight up give you money for things. Sometimes they give you tax cuts. Sometimes if you get a loan that is from the government and you pay them back, they still call that a subsidy too. Grants or subsidies. Yeah. And so tax returns <clears throat> or subsidies, credits. You gotta you gotta separate all of that stuff out and when you look at whatever the amount of money was, has he contributed more value back to the people than what he took? Can can other people that receive those resources say that? Hey, I'm not making an argument for the government giving out those resources. I'm making an argument against calling him a freeloader. He is about to pay an insane amount in taxes. I don't I don't like that. Look, I argued against the PPP loan. Mm -hmm. But I'll I'll tell you this. I got one. I did too. And it was forgiven. Yeah. Because they were going to give it out anyway. Yep. I didn't want them to give it out. But if they were going to, might as well get it.
Sound like you've been reading some Ayn Rand mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. People talked about how she lived, she survived off of Social Security until her death. Yeah, I'm sure she had no money left over from her millions and millions upon books, millions yeah. of book sales and wasn't getting any royalties or anything off of that. Oh, yeah. that She only survived because she was receiving Social Security. No, she took the Social Security check because they were going to pay it out anyway. She made some really good arguments on that. We've talked a lot about them before. So Joy Reid gets dumb bleep number two. <clears throat> now we're going to lighten it up with a couple just kind of stupid things uh, for a minute, and then we're going to get back to super dumb. But Charlie gets the next one, and there's a little article associated with this as well. All right. <clears throat> California. Oh, my bad. I'm we'll go ahead and play it. No, it's fine. I wasn't going to play it again. California. Mute. I Cal- hit mute. Cal. I hit mute. It's done. Okay. Uh, of course, yeah, me. I was talking over a woman. That's the same thing <laughs> I did yesterday in the debate. I just completely. And a and a, a black woman at that. Exactly. Look at you talking over. I know. Oh, as gosh. woke as I am, I can't believe I still make these mistakes. You'll never be woke enough. I want to apologize publicly for my offenses, and I'm deeply engrossed in sorrow we will put you last in the firing squad okay california sets date to ban new gas powered generators lawn mowers and leaf blowers yep so the um california environmental regulators have set a date to halt the sale of new gas powered leaf blowers and lawn mowers the latest move in the state's efforts to address pollution and reduce emissions the california air resources board the California Air Resources Board. That that's a thing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's a very important thing. On Thursday, voted to require that new small off-road engines like the ones found in leaf blowers and lawnmowers meet zero emission standards starting in 2024. In addition, portable generators, including these found in recreational vehicles, must be zero emission by 2028. So there you have it, folks. That's wow. Seven years from now. Even the people going out there to Yosemite, they got to make sure that they have, they got to get their electric generators if they're going to go out there. Can't run the one with a gas-powered engine. Now, I looked it up. They do emit a, a lot more CO2 than a car does, by the way, because they burn a lot dirtier. A lot of them, there's oil mixed into the gas that's burning, and it typically burns out a lot faster. Uh, I think mowing... They Especially were, them two-stroke engines. They're saying mowing your yard was the equivalent to driving a car for like 100 miles, something like that. And so it is more. But what what, what, uh, what amount do you think this is going to decrease our CO2 emissions and, and slow down climate change and stop this from happening? And also, how much more expensive are these other generators going to be? And are we going to have to have a fleet of gas power generators to charge up the electric generators for when they have to go out there to charge up the electric cars when they go dead too? That's another thing. You're still going to have to have some backups out there. Oh Just man. Put it in the sun. <clears throat> it's a, yeah. And, and uh, Maurice was talking about the rolling black. I had to double check and make sure that was Maurice. And it was actually him in there. The rolling blackouts are going to be worse than before. And that's the thing. You're already talking about California where they have rolling blackouts all the time. And they have learned absolutely nothing from the reason that this happens at all. The power grid cannot support all of this electric stuff. It's just not possible yet. And forcing all of this before we're ready for it is going to end up having some really bad consequences. 
the the technology needs to to get there first. And if we force it beforehand, we force people over to these things, whatever technology we do get is not going to be as good as what we would have gotten because it's not going to have to be. It's going to be like a we have to do this, force it out, get it out there. It doesn't have to be that great because people have to use it. So just get it out there. As opposed to uh, people don't really need this. We're going to create something so good that it's going to be so enticing that everyone's going to need to use it and they'll switch over to it. Kind of like a Tesla. You know, you didn't have to entice, you didn't have to force people to switch over to a Tesla. You had electric golf carts, essentially, from Toyota and stuff like that that you could drive around if you wanted to. Uh, or you just make a car that's got 500 horsepower and and um, looks really sleek and all that. And people are standing in line, waiting years for those things. They're not physically standing in line, but they're they're on a list. They're, yeah. The good kind of list, not the bad kind of list. The online list. Yeah. It would be like anything else, you know, without having the actual um, technology available or ready or anything like that. Like imagine if they just decided to, you know, ban certain types of food without having the, you know, the actual alternate food ready to go. Yeah. Like it's fine if you starve, no big deal. We got to do this. Like this has to be done. Um, and you know, you've seen this all around the world. Like Maurice said, the rolling blackouts, Germany ran into this mistake when they were trying to do the same thing and they had to turn on all their coal fire plants again and it just made everything completely worse. And so these, this is just like patting themselves on the back and virtue signaling that look at how great we are passing these bans on these horrible companies that are doing all these terrible things and we're going to force them to comply. And uh, it's just the companies probably want it, by the way. Well, yeah, because when you get a generator, the thing's going to work for freaking 20 years if you take care of it, Mm -hmm. or your weed, or your lawnmower, leaf blower, whatever it is. They just instituted a new reason for everyone to have to go buy a new line of products from them. Sales just went up. Sales are going to go up, and they're going to be able to charge more for everything, like Amanda said earlier, because it's mandatory. Just imagine on the whole, the free market aspect, imagine if they made it mandatory that everyone had to be eating, uh, let's say it's 2005, and they made it mandatory that everyone had to be eating plant-based meat. Impossible you know? burgers. Everyone had to be eating what, it, what we have as an impossible or beyond or whatever those things are right now. Well, whatever we got out of that mandate wouldn't be as good as what we have right now because it wouldn't have needed to be as good. Right now, they're trying to actually compete with meat. Compete with meat. Yeah. Is what they're trying to do. And they're trying to make their products so enticing and make them look like actual beef patties and sausage and all this stuff you have some experience with electric lawnmowers how's that how's that work for you (laughs) the ones i've seen haven't been that great (laughs) i like my gas powered stuff still okay i went and got a chainsaw last weekend my neighbor has an electric chainsaw that it works well it's a battery powered electric uh chainsaw it works okay but I bought myself a gas powered one and guess what it was cheaper than the uh battery powered ones were yourself a steel no, no, I couldn't even tell you what the you brand did. is. Yeah, I probably got a, a Ryobi or something like that. Husqvarna. I'm going to cut trees down like once every five years, so I don't really need steel or anything. So that this they, is just... They are the best. Doing things like this Talk is... your local true value expert. Doing things like this is bad for people who actually want to solve this problem because it actually hurts the market for these new things and it hurts the innovations when you force people to switch over to them. 
So if you actually care about those things and you care about everyone switching over to them and you care about the, the product and what it does to the environment, then you don't want the mandates because you want the market to innovate things that are so good. You just can't, you can't not get them. You can't switch around it. And, um, I mean, they said they taste too much like meat. My wife says the same thing. She's vegetarian and she actually won't eat the, uh, the, uh, meatless patties or anything like that because they, they taste like what she imagines a burger tasting like. I tasted it. I said, you're crazy. It doesn't taste like a burger <laughs> at all, but it, it feels like, I think it's a texture thing too. You know, she's like, you don't need to make it look like meat for me. I've never eaten meat before. I'm not sitting here hoping I can eat meat or anything. Just, you know, just make it taste good. I don't need you to put like fake blood in the bottom of it or anything like that <laughs> to make me like, oh yeah, sweet. I got to get to feel like I'm eating an animal. <laughs> That's what I've been waiting on this whole time. So anyway, I I don't think I've ever tried one. To be honest, they're not that bad because I enjoy meat. Yeah, it's uh, it is it's what's for dinner. So let's talk about oh, a little COVID thing here, real quick. Let's talk about that real fast. That's that still exists, by the way. Like half the NHL is out due to COVID. <laughs> See, the NFL's putting out some new rules. Also, magically, like almost everyone there is vaccinated. All the coaches are and most of the players and they just can't control their outbreaks. It's so weird. it is in the NHL. Everyone's now they didn't make a mandate in the NHL. However, you can't go into Canada if you don't, if you're not vaccinated. And so by default, if you miss a game due to COVID protocol, well, you don't get your game paycheck in the NHL. So mm. by mm. default, they basically made it mandatory. And um, I went to the Preds game last night and they beat Colorado five to two, by the way, it was a nice game. And um, Colorado's a good team. So it was a really nice game. However, um, our head coach and all the assistant coaches were out. And we had to bring up like seven guys from uh, the farm team, Milwaukee, including the entire coaching staff from the Milwaukee. And they still won? And they still won. That's good. Yeah, and the Colorado had players out too. But yeah. it was uh, it's just very interesting. And in fact, somebody made a spreadsheet of all the players out and in the NHL right now due to COVID. And it turns out they would be like one of the best made up teams ever because there's a bunch of star players that are out because of COVID. It turns it's out the best vaccination is not being very good at hockey. It's, it's yeah. the best thing. I guess, I guess so. Or relative to the other people that mm -hmm. are there. I'm sure the, even the worst people are probably a little bit better than I am. All right. So the next one here, uh, what is this? Number four. I don't have the number today, so it's really difficult. Kroger. Y'all ever been to a Kroger's? Kroger to take away paid COVID benefits, add insurance surcharges for unvaccinated employees. Okay, well, let's talk about this. This is from CNBC. Actually going to disagree with you on this one. Well, I'm going to agree that they're a private company that can do whatever they want. So I'll, I'll agree on that one. That's fine. It's one little, one little piece in here that isn't going to make much sense to me. Maybe it will to you. If you're wrong, let's see. Kroger said Tuesday that it will take away paid leave for unvaccinated employees who get COVID-19 and require some of them to pay a monthly health insurance surcharge starting next year. Now, I, I'm, I am fine with the price of your health insurance being tied to the risk of you needing to use your health insurance. I think I don't see any issue with Same that. Same thing with smokers and yeah. other people. Fat yep. people, anything like that. You're older whatever it is and i that it, it's insurance okay the the in case shit argument gets a lot stronger the more things you have wrong with you 
Sorry, right. Charlie's mom. Country's largest supermarket operator sent a company-wide memo announcing the changes which take effect January 1st. Company spokeswoman said the new policies are intended to encourage staff to get the COVID vaccines, adding it will continue to offer a $100 incentive to all employees who become fully vaccinated. Starting next year, salaried non-union employees who are unvaccinated and enrolled in the company's health insurance plan must pay a monthly $50 surcharge the company spokeswoman said, but employees who are fully vaccinated are eligible for paid COVID leave if they get a breakthrough case. All right. Now you said that you were going to have a disagreement with me on this, Charles. So I just, you already said it. Okay. That you're fine with it, but well, it's, you know, they can do whatever they want, whether it's, whether it has some really dumb principles inside of it or not. Uh, Like, like, um, you know, I understand charging more for, insurance for people that might have a higher risk of something bad happening to them. What's been annoying throughout this entire pandemic is we've shifted to the idea that COVID is like the only thing that there is that kills people. We just came out of a span of several years where it was bad to fat shame people. And by fat shaming, I mean saying that it would be better for your health if you weighed less. That's fat shaming. If uh, someone was like, oh, man, I feel like crap and I can't move and my arms don't work and uh, I just feel bad and tired all the time. And, Drinking 12 Dr. Peppers a day. Yeah, I just can't figure out what's going on, you know? And, uh, you know, if you mention that uh, maybe it's a And I need free health care. Yeah, and you need free health care. And, of course, if you were to, like, deny anything for pre-existing conditions, heck, even charging more for different things. Well, that's bad, too. But now that we've gotten in the COVID... This is the only thing that matters. And since we have the COVID morality, like the COVID is this new level, when you, when you appease the COVID gods by getting your uh, COVID God-given vaccine that has been brought down upon you, uh, then, then you're okay. Every, everything is okay. It doesn't matter if the vaccinated employees are, are freaking sucking air all day from an unvaccinated person, shooting lines of Coke and, and doing H, and, and all this stuff doesn't matter if they, if they hang glide in their spare time or go bungee jumping for fun and weigh 500 pounds when they're doing it. doesn't matter if you didn't get vaccinated. I mean, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know, that's what matters. But if a vaccinated person's doing all that stuff, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can eat a whole jar of mayonnaise yeah. for breakfast and no problem. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I don't even know where I went with all the different drugs right there. So I'm not sure if you were no, I don't sh- think shooting they can, Coke and I don't think they can do it on the clock. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that's frowned upon. You get an old <laughs> blemish on the C V for that. You make a good point though. I was trying to figure out where the dumb was coming in with this one. Yeah. And I, I see the dumb now. There's some dumb there. It's not that Kroger is doing this as a private company. Um because, no. again, they're a private company. They can kind of do what they want. However, I do see the dumb where it's like all of a sudden now, not the flu, not, not even anything flu. else. Mm-mm. It's it's COVID. It they, is the end-all, be-all. It's the only thing that there the is. literal only thing. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Next up. I don't even know what number we're on now. Cause I Nate, think we're going on the number, number five. Down. Nate, Nate failed this time. It is. It and you is know, I didn't have an expectation of them being numbered until Nate started numbering them. I know. And I don't know what he did at work this morning because I wasn't here in the office, but clearly he did not number them. 
And so now I'm upset. One of the things was not numbering everything. I will tell you that. Okay, this is number five. This is number five. We think. Don't bleep. All right, from Leah Torres, MD, by the way. So just so you guys know. Apparently, people do not know this, question mark. Reverse racism is not a thing. Racist against white people is not a thing. Racism is a power dynamic of oppressor over the oppressed. And guess what? White people are the oppressor. There's no other version of the dynamic. No other. I love when you use a definition that was created less than two years ago to make mm -hmm. your argument. That's uh, that's pretty awesome, too. Um, so I will agree that reverse racism isn't a thing because it's just racism. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. I don't know what like you. I don't know why you have to play Uno with yeah. racism. It's just it's just racism. I want it to be nuanced about this, if you don't mind. Just a little bit of a, a little bit of nuance. As long as you're not going to oppress Maurice. I was listening to, uh, did you guys, anyone in the group yet listen to Tim Pool's episode from last night uh, where he had to do that? There was a, a bunch of clips on it from YouTube where he got, I mean, the guy that was on there got up from the table, like slammed his mic down and was like wanting to fight during that. It was, Tim Pool it was crazy. Night? Yeah. On Tim Pool hmm. last night. So, um, yeah, I saw the clips from that. I listened to the episode. I didn't see the members only part. Uh, I listened to the episode. The guy that he was talking to was being pretty racist. So um, Tim Pool is part uh, part Asian. So Tim, uh, we're we're good, we're good, ma'am. And uh, he was saying that he had experienced some racism in his past. And the guy that was on there, he was big, uh, like a, a white dude, but um, Black Lives Matter supporter. And all the narrative that goes along with that. And Tim Pool is saying, well, I've experienced some racism before. And people still assume that, like, I'm racist, too. And the guy was basically telling that he hadn't experienced anything before. Didn't really know anything about him. Saying that he didn't believe his stories when he told his stories about it uh, before. He told some stories from his childhood where people in his neighborhood were upset about them being, like, a, a mixed race and stuff like that. Uh, anyway, none, none of that really matters. Uh, but... It was really gross and to the other see guys the guy. like, no, that didn't happen. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. He was out there arguing for BLM and for the idea that yeah. there are people that are oppressed, that there is racism that happens, that uh, people's truth is their truth and all that. And when he encounters someone who's not black, but part Asian saying that he had experienced some stuff before, he's like, oh, no, that didn't happen. I don't believe it. He's mm. kept saying that sounds made. That sounds like some Jesse Smollett stuff right there. I was like, we're not a very good BLM supporter because I can't support Jesse Smollett. But anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I do believe that you can be racist towards people of all different races. I, I think that that's the case. Now, it has been the case that white people as a generalized race uh, more have had the power over others throughout time, you could say. But what I would want to know is, what what does happen? When do you say that that, uh, that that oppressor status has shifted? What I want to know. I'm not saying we're in it right now. I'm not saying I'm oppressed because I'm white or anything. Not the argument I'm making. Do you think there's a time in the future where, uh, where people of other colors become oppressors over others with their government policies and stuff like that? Is that possible? And so what I want to know is like, how would you ever measure that? that there is actual oppression going on in the that, other direction. Is that what's happening in South Africa? 
I I don't know. What happened in South Africa? I don't know. Haven't haven't looked. Ask Elon. Not real sure. Mm -hmm. So, I just think that it's possible that it that the idea of racism doesn't have to be about a specific race that only white people can be racist because that definition wouldn't be able to be carried forward into the future uh, because someone else can also become the oppressor. What we should have is no one as the oppressor. I'm not here arguing that, oh, we should all be scared that we're going to be oppressed by black people someday, that that's what's going to happen. You know, I'm just arguing that no one should become the oppressor, that if you're going to fight for justice, it should be that everyone should be equal after that. But you don't really see a lot of those fights. You actually see a lot of arguing for oppression in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. But now we have this weird, we have this weird thing where, well, it doesn't matter if you're being oppressed in the opposite direction because people of your color were oppressing other people in history. So you can't say that this is oppression. It's just, it doesn't make any sense, Mm -hmm. you know? And what we should be arguing about is that everyone should just be treated fairly and equally at all times. And maybe, just maybe, not based on the color of their skin. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. I, I think that that uh, would be a starting point. Yeah. And I think it's a common sense starting point, Nate. Amanda says she's running for county oppressor next year. <laughs> <laughs> In California? Um, Good luck I guess with so, that. Yeah. Yeah, they're never they're never going to elect a white person the county oppressor. <laughs> Not anymore. Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh, I saw this next one. Yeah, six. This is where the this is where the dumb really happens. Um, there's an article associated with number six. If you want to do it, I ended up talking more in that last one, Charles. If you oh, there, I didn't put the article in. What yes. did you see happening from the Nancy Pelosi stock trading thing? I just saw the questions and the answers. It's it's really funny. Did you find it pretty ridiculous? Yes. What did you think was ridiculous about it? I don't know. I felt like it made sense. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's technically wrong. Is but, it really? But uh, the way that she answers the question, she's so smug. Well, I don't know how she keeps getting elected. Let's just see. So they're talking about whether or not Congress people should be able to trade stocks in the stock market. Let's see what she has to say. Should they be banned from having stocks? Nancy, go. Individual stocks while serving Congress. No, I don't know to the second one. Um, any, uh, we have a responsibility to report in the stock, uh, on the stock, but I don't, I'm not familiar with that five-month review, but if uh, people aren't reporting, they should be. Why yeah. Because uh, this is a free market and people... We are a free market economy. They should be able to participate in that. All right. Free market economy. That's why Congress people shouldn't be banned from owning stocks because people should be able to participate in the free market. In the free market. Any um, obvious arguments that could go along with that, Charles? Well, I mean, insider trading. Yeah. 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 For sure. Like with Congress, men and women? Mm Mm-hmm. Or people of all sorts, I guess. Yeah, and then also being able to pass laws that mm. would harm yeah. those uh, those companies they're either invested in or shorting. I bet that never happens, though. Oh, yeah, probably not. Probably never happened before. That's why they're all, you know, poor servants of the government. That's why Nancy Pelosi's net wealth has declined since she got into office, because she's yeah. only making... 174k a year or whatever it is i mean well a speaker she's making i think like 250 or something oh okay like 
Okay, well, that makes some but, sense. She's probably been doing like the Dave Ramsey plan or something. That's why she's been able to save up so much money yeah. over all this time. Well, I think her net worth's only about 250 Yeah. That's all, that's all it can be. What is it now? Like $150 million? <laughs> Um, It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, are we all, are we here right now? We keep having issues with the internet. So are we all here? Are we here right now? Yeah, but it's it's moving slow. So weird. And right now I got full bars on Discord and then it goes down to nothing and then it goes up to full and it goes down to nothing. So Jeff Not Marie says 45 million is what it is. So here's the obvious problem. Uh, the people in Congress end up being able to write regulations that control these companies. They can pass laws or not pass laws that can dictate what the value of those companies are going to be. And so the question would be, as a congressperson, should you be able to buy stock in a company and then pass a law that says you're going to give subsidies to that company for the next 10 years, you know, a billion dollars worth of subsidies to that company over the next 10 years? Well, anyone would be mad. They're mad about Tesla receiving subsidies. But anyone would be mad if a congressperson, I'm sure they did, bought stock in Tesla right before they decided they were going to start giving all the EV credits and, and all that. Would people be upset about that? Well, the, and the biggest key here is they're not actually participating in a free market. Yeah. So she talks about how, oh, we should be able to participate in a free market. Well, sure. If it was free, if you weren't actually passing laws or setting up regulation uh, regulation entities that you know what the regulations are going to be. Um, and then, of course, they don't actually you know, hold the stocks. It's their spouses that do it um, for them so they can kind of separate themselves in a way. Um, but th that's the biggest problem with this is that it's not a free market. It's um, they're in control, in essence, of private companies um, to a very um, high level degree where you can make obvious trades. I wonder what her last losing trade was. What was her last investment that lost? I don't know. I'm curious. Um, I, you know, I go back and forth on this. I saw Joe was saying in the group, you know, we, we wouldn't want to make it illegal or anything or ban them from doing it. Obviously the solution to the problem, the overall solution to the problem would be to take away the power that the government has to control who's going to do well and who isn't going to do well. Exactly. Picking winners and losers in the market and control mm -hmm. the entire economy. That would be the solution to the problem for sure. That's um, why I said I technically don't think they shouldn't be allowed to trade. Yeah. What I there's one there's one instance where I where I wonder if there is uh and and Joe also said that it should be up to the constituents to decide whether or not they're okay with that. And you know, that's uh, I think that that's still I think that's still true. I'm not I'm not totally um disagreeing with that point. Um what I worry about is what if you were able to go short on a company and then you actually did something, a regulation that was going to, that was going to kill that company. It's one thing to say you or should be able you to sold completely out of your position before the pandemic hit. And uh, that one I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with if you didn't do anything to cause your portfolio to go up or down or anything like that. Like I, I think that that's fine. Okay. You had a meeting and it said that the pandemic was going to be pretty bad. And as soon as you got out, you called before you called your wife and your, your kids and your family, you called your broker and you said, Hey, sell, sell everything. Let's get out of here. All I don't, but I don't then, care but about then that going kind on of the insider. news saying it's not going to be that bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that. I, 
I'm saying that one right there I don't care as much about as if you're taking a positive action to change the price of the stock based on what your job is afterwards. Most of the insider trading stuff, I don't, I don't really care about. Uh, I, I just, I, I really don't. I think someone who, I think if I have a friend who owns a company or something like that, and they tell me that they're about to get a big deal next week, and I go buy stock in their company, who was harmed by that happening? Who was it that was harmed? Anyone? There are people who didn't make that money. I had an unfair advantage over a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They didn't harm anyone in that process. But in this case, they can't actually harm people with what they do because they could actually short something and then take a company down through the power of a gun afterwards. Profit off of it. And make money off of taking a company down. Again, it's not a free market. So it's it's not a it's it's not a free market. Here's what I would say this this would be a rule and maybe this would have a good incentive. You can't own any you can't own stocks in any company that are subject to any regulatory burden by the by your office. Oh, there you go. Can't own stocks in any company that are subject to regulatory burden from your office. Should be none. Which is none. But hey, maybe they would open some up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that would set a good incentive. All right, y'all get your votes in. Nate, if you want to go yeah, over Yeah, let me them. type that out there. Um, start to type that out. I'll tell people what to do. Go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com if you want to be part of this. Vote, folks. Share the show with a friend, a colleague, a enemy, an, an enemy and your congressperson. Let me recap these so they can vote while you're doing this. Share that with them. Uh, number one was Newsprint Mafia saying that uh, Hitler and Stalin were Times Person of the Years and uh, billionaires are an existential threat to life on Earth and Elon's cars kill people. And number two was Joy Reid saying that Elon Musk misappropriated black vernacular when he said what he said. Uh, so that was number two. Number three is California banning generators and lawnmowers and leaf blowers that uh, run on gas like normal. Number four is Kroger taking away the paid COVID benefits for people who are unvaccinated. You know, uh, number five, uh, reverse racism is not a not a possible thing. White people are oppressors. There's no other version of the dynamic. And number six is Nancy Pelosi saying that they should be able to trade in the market because it's a free market. I you know, I know what my she, vote's for. Does she get the problem when she says stuff like that? You know, I don't. She doesn't care. She's just going to keep winning re-election. So yeah, it doesn't just doesn't matter to her. So. I guess that's true. At this point, who cares? So, all right, y'all, get your votes in. Get them in there. Uh, so thumbs we up have, only. Oh, who's winning so Costco far? Said number seven was robot po- podcast podcast. R- robot podcast. I wonder how much of the recording is actually like that. Mom, you can't vote for three. You only get one vote. Yeah, we will only accept the color neutral thumbs up emoji. But folks, I got to go. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Like I said, share it with a friend, a family, a foe. Nate's going to take you out of here and uh, I guess spill the beans on the results. Yeah, I'll let everyone know. I love you all. Everyone getting those votes in? They are. Okay, that's good. Okay, so who's winning? It looks like Joy Reid is going to run away with it. I really thought everyone would go with Nancy Pelosi, but they're going with Joy Reid. I do admit those are some difficult dumbs to the side between right there. I am working on Dumb Bleep of the Year at the moment. Uh, we have released a few episodes of uh, some some different round one, round two, round three, I think are all out right now. 
just if you want to recap on what all the dumb bleeps were this year, we'll be doing separate voting and all that, so you don't have to listen to them to vote, but they are out there if you want to listen, and I'll continue putting those episodes out until we do the official dumb bleep of the year voting the last week of December, which is coming right up, which is nuts. I've got next week to get everything completely finaled and tallied and get it all ready to go for everyone to vote. So if you want to vote on Dumb Bleep of the Year, there's still time to join at Good Morning Liberties. Good, good morning, liberty.locals.com. Apologies for the internet problems today. And this might sound a little chopped up when you when you actually listen to it. And that is Comcast's fault, and they are not sorry. If you do all those things, we will talk to you on Monday. Until then, have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.